We're filming a podcast, Mom! Welcome to another episode of the Lindell Station Podcast. My name is Alan Goodwin. I'm our student pastor here at First Baptist Church Lindell, and I'm one half of our family ministries team with the one, the only... Ashton Hudson, the children's minister here at FBC Lindell, uh, leader of our Treehouse Kids. And uh, we have got a rather interesting uh, podcast for you today. Uh, a we, tasty one, if you will. A tasty one, man. We know in that... Uh, a good Baptist uh, knows what good food is. We, we've, we've had the best. We've had the worst. Um, everything on the scale of uh, just tried to cook it in college to grandma's casserole. Uh, so today we are going to let you in on not only our hearts and our minds, but our taste buds. And so we're breaking down everyone's favorite food, fast food. Mm-hmm. Um, so Alan, what is your, like, of all the fast food restaurants that's out there, like, you could have only been once in your lifetime, but your, like, favorite fast food restaurant, what would it be? Ugh, see, and it's so hard because there's different levels, right? Like, you have to find out how to just get it all together because you have, like, at the, at the kind of the cheapest, if the barrel that we're talking about is a price barrel... And at the bottom of the of that price barrel, you have like McDonald's, something where you can go. My my go to order is the number nine at McDonald's with the two cheeseburgers, and you can get a large number nine, and you're right at five dollars, and it's so satisfying. When I think of McDonald's, I think of those mini, like those just cheeseburgers. I don't think of a quarter pounder. I think of just those plain single patty cheeseburgers. That's bottom of the barrel. About midway up the barrel, you start to get to some things like Chick-fil-A, things like that. A little more pricey, but you definitely see it reflected uh, in quality and service as well. And then you have top of the what you would still consider to be fast food. You have things like a Five Guys or a, a Shake Shack. Um, and those are so hard to beat. But it's also not fair because you're at a much different price point. So comparing Shake Shack to comparing um, a McDonald's hamburger, those are very different hamburgers, but you're paying very different prices. So it is tough. But trying to look at it from that perspective, a food, taste, quality, all those, and price put together, I think it is extremely hard to beat Shake Shack. Shake Shack, if you haven't had it, started in New York City. I think the closest one to us is, is going to be in Buckhead, in Atlanta, there's also one in Birmingham. Um, Shake Shack is simply amazing. I don't know how they did it, but they have a hamburger that tastes like butter. You bite into it, and it and it just tastes like butter. You know how like a really good steak that's like yes, that's like really uh, really basted really well, and the meat tastes like butter. That's like what a Shake Shack burger patty tastes like, and. Uh, they actually made a move a few years ago for the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich throne and came out with their own chicken sandwich, the Chicken Shack. It is just very delightful. Everything about the Shake Shack experience, except maybe the wallet, um, is a really fun experience. But for the same size portions that you would get at McDonald's or Chick-fil-A, you're paying closer to $20 versus um, much less. So, But I think Shake Shack has probably got to take the top for me. So, you went 
outside of our, our Lindell area, outside of Rome. Like I said, the closest he was Buckhead. And I was kind of nervous at first because I have I've had the opportunity to travel around through working with Centricid and doing other jobs and just things like that. And so, like, I've got to experience, like, like here we have Hardee's, but you go out west and it's Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're very similar, and but totally different at the same time. Or, like, we've got the, the ever-so-loved Crystal that you wait 45 minutes for your three little burgers, but you go other places and it's White Castle. Like, right. super similar. They cook things maybe a little bit different. Um, I used to think White Castle was, like, a premium because, you know, castle royalty, you think that? And then, mm-hmm. like, I had it one time and it was absolutely awful. But, you know, like, here in the office, we, we've got the, the ladies at the front, and they're always like, all right, they're going to make a lunch run, and what do you want? And I always throw it at them, and I go, I want In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> but the closest In-N-Out Burger is Houston. And so uh, we can't exactly make a quick lunch run to grab an In-N-Out Burger, but there's something about a double-double with animal-style fries and a strawberry shake. That's really I'm really taking it very personally that I left out In-N-Out because um, In-N-Out, I think, golly, it's so hard. I think I would, God, goodness, I'm in such a predicament. I think I would still go Shake Shack, but I'm willing to just throw this out there. Here's here's an asterisk. I had Shake Shack two weeks ago, so it's very fresh on my mind. But In-N-Out, Torchy's Tacos, oh, my oh, gosh. Torchies. Places like that, like real Texas favorites, Whataburger. I miss Whataburger. You uh, coming from a lot closer to Texas. Um, those are all excellent, and those, I think, all are right there in the A quality. They're right firmly in the A. I think my last Shake Shack experience was just so good. I had like a like an A++ Shake Shack experience. Everything was perfect. That It's just hard to, to look past that. I'm sure I've had lesser before. I'm sure I may have had a B plus or something from there before, but A++ Shake Shack... It's just hard for me to get it out of my brain. But in and out, I don't know if I've ever had lower than an A minus. You know what I mean? Right. Like they've always always it is the same any each and every time you have it, and it is delightful every time. I mean, I just remember like we took we had twenty four college age kids hopping out of two thirty three foot long trucks and fifteen passenger vans in the, the hot heat of california where most of us literally live here in the south in the bible belt like you know we got the southern draw going on and we walk into what is this in and out burger we've heard so many things about and there you're like the 90th person in line and you're thinking oh man this is going to take forever and five minutes later you've ordered your food and it comes out and it's it's it is could possibly be comparable to like if in and out burger is the varsity starting quarterback Steak and Shake is, like, the ninth grade third string bench. Like, that is, in my mind, like, when trying to compare, like, the atmosphere you go in. Because I feel like every Mm. time I go to Steak and Shake, there's always a long line. Right. And, like, they've got burgers. they got fries. So if we're looking for... Kind of that diner look. Yeah, the diner look. But there is, like, a significant jump up. Like, you you were reaching for the stars, and you were getting everything out there when you get... And probably in between those is going to be Freddy's. If you've ever had, like, a Freddy's fat burger, I think is what it is. That kind of bridges that uh, steak and shake and in and out gap, but... I think Culver's falls somewhere in that window, too, if you ever had Culver's. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm I'm thoroughly disappointed uh, that I'm about to leave this conversation and go 
eat a lean cuisine that's heating up in the microwave right now. <laughs> um, this is really tough because now my mouth is watering. But, you know, we, we went to burgers, right? Like, yeah. That's where we went in this conversation because I think burgers are just the epitome of fast food. I mean, it's just that when you think of fast food, you go there. I don't go to Taco Bell first. I go to McDonald's, Burger King. Well, I don't, I don't ever actually go to Burger King, but that's where your mind goes for No one goes to Burger King. That is just garbage. Um, well, and that- no offense. If you, if you like Burger King, actually, I'm going to take that back. Extra offense. If you like Burger King, you're just wrong. We'll pray for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, thinking of not liking something, all right, if we we've we picked our favorite, if we had the ability to just, you know, wave our hand and all of a sudden a fast food franchise would just disappear off the map, what would that franchise be and why? This is so tough. I, I have two. Um, one is very personal um, very, very personal one is not, I would get rid of Burger King. Okay. I would get rid of Burger King, even though I love their new rebranding and logo design that they just did. If you care at all about graphic design, it was brilliant. It looks really good. Um, but Burger King is, is just awful. And I think it's because Burger King is a shell of itself. Burger King is a shell of what it once was. Growing up in the 90s, I remember Burger King's like old fries. Everyone talks about the old McDonald's fries and stuff like that. And there's an excellent podcast um, called Revisionist History. After you listen to this one and all of our other episodes, you should go listen to Revisionist History and listen to the episode on McDonald's French fries from, I think, season one. It's amazing. It talks about how they were so good because they were fried in beef tallow instead of vegetable oil and like how that was just what made them so good. But. Burger King also has had a fried change, several fried changes, right? Like they went like the sea salt route, all this, but they used to have a fry much more similar to McDonald's. And now they have like like this thick, like square, like it's. They don't ever get crispy. No, they're never crispy, but they're also like never soggy either. They just like, they taste artificial. I just hate their fries. And if you can't do a good fry, then why are you existing? But I think it's because. There's a Burger King in my hometown in West Monroe, Louisiana, and right near it um, used to be an A&W root beer stand, and it was just amazing, and I've never forgiven my hometown for the fact that the A&W root beer stand closed, but the Burger King stayed open. So it's personal, because A&W root beer stand, if, you, if, you're, if you're old enough to remember A&W root beer stands... Or have seen one. There's a few still left around. But they are amazing. So that needs to go. The second one is much less personal. But it's just because I wonder who in the world actually goes there. Like, I, th- I think this must be a pyramid scheme. Or they must, they must you know, launder money or something. <laughs> I'm getting really personal with these restaurants. Jack's. Oh, this is, might be some fighting words right there. Jack in the Box? Ja- Jack's and Jack in the Box are two I'm different. thinking Jack in the Box. Okay, Jack's is fine. Jack in the Box, throw them out. Jack in the Box, like, who goes there? You know what I mean? Like, I remember, this is the crazy thing. Like, I remember going to visit my aunt in Las Vegas spring break in 2004 or five, And we drove from Las Vegas to Los Angeles to go to Disneyland. And if you've ever made that drive out there, there's, like, nothing. 
Um, it's so barren and kind of deserted at some points. Like you literally see like there was a car flipped over on the side of the road just because it was windy. Like I, it's insane. It just blew this car right over because of the wind. Um, so like nothing really exists there, but right in the middle of like literally nothing. Like we hadn't seen a gas station for miles, but right there on the side of this highway with nothing around it was a Jack in the box. (laughs) <laughs> we were so hungry, we stopped and ate there. And I just remember, even as a kid, I wasn't the food critic I am today. And I was just like, this is really bad. They somehow ruined a cheeseburger. This isn't very good. So I just don't know why they exist. Maybe they shouldn't be canceled. I just want to ask them why. Like, why do you do? Like, why do you live? What is going on? I mean, I don't think I've ever had the urge to eat at Jack in the Box. Or, like, if it was there, there was always something better or something that I actually like wanted so I can't really like throw them out I will say like you know when we go to get rid of Burger King the only thing I'd like to kind of preserve you know maybe ship off somewhere else would be their breakfast croissants oh I thought you were gonna say the chicken fries well they got rid of the chicken fries though that's the no, thing that's the thing you took you they you they make the chicken them, fries and it's they gone. make really poor decisions yeah. like you you don't get, but like their breakfast their bacon egg and cheese like two for four dollar breakfast croissant sandwiches like Taking those, man, Burger King is calling us right now, telling <laughs> us that they're they're shipping that out. So it's great that Burger King called. They actually said they're willing to ship the croissant sandwich off. Um, to they haven't named what restaurant is yet, but we will we'll find out. I mean, hopefully somewhere that can do um, good quality fake bacon and fake croissant. eggs. Because um, the Chris sandwich is is definitely king at the Burger King, and everything else is a subpar gesture-ass. Everything else is but a lowly duke. Yes. Um, I think if I, you know, there there are those restaurants like you said the you can have a list of ones that you're just kind of questionable as to why they even exist. Um. So like my my like Jack in the Box for you would be like Church's Chicken. Like, I've only seen them busy on, like, Sunday afternoons when people don't want to cook. Yeah. But, like, Monday through Saturday, like, I don't understand what they do because every church's chicken I've seen is either right next to a Popeye's or a Bojangles or a KFC. Like, there's always something that felt somewhat more superior right. to church's chicken. And I was like, like, why are you even there? Like, are you there, like, to make those other restaurants look better. Like, is that yeah. what your goal is? Did like, is there some weird marketing plan that we just don't know about? Cause I don't know if I've ever disliked anything that I've had at churches, right? but there's nothing special. Like you can make an argument about different things between KFC or Popeye's or Bojangles, like which things are better, but like they all have those things that are undeniably like theirs, like Popeye's biscuits. You just ain't step into Popeye's biscuits, you know. Like that's that is that's their thing, and some of their other sides, and having kind of that spicy Louisiana type stuff, and um, and all the other places have their things as well. But churches, you're right. It's just kind of like, why is it there? This my like, if I had the the magical power to wave my hand, dismiss an entire restaurant, um, and this right here might hurt some of our families. But I I enjoy a good slice of pizza, and when I say good, I'm not talking about like going getting like designer pizza. I'm not saying mellow mushroom. I'm not saying it has to be New York style. There are a lot of good places. Like I'll I'll I'm very content with the Domino's, Papa John's, Pizza Hut. But if I could wave my hand and say goodbye to Little Caesars, and all of the heartburn and the nasty cardboard flavored pizza they have, mm. I will send that out as far as I possibly can. Mm. 
I mean, hot and ready does not. Yeah. Does not cut it for me. Maybe when... they should just change their whole motto, and instead of being like hot and ready, they should just change all their ingredients and literally just like take like frozen Totino's pizzas and just make those done. If you could go through a drive-through right now and get a like like large pizza-sized Totino's pizza. Would you pay five dollars for that? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Even in its, and even if like, it was frozen, still, I don't even care. I'll take it home like, and put it in my own fridge. Like it's just oven. as, and I feel like it would cost them no different, no difference, but be much more efficient on their end. They literally just like go to Kroger, <laughs> and then go back and cook those pizzas. Yeah, it's tough. They have like that three inch thick ring of crust. I'm talking about like it's always like there's like the last three inches of diameter and never have toppings on it. And it's like this doesn't count. You just bamboozled me. This is an 11 and 11 inch worth of pizza on a 14 inch pizza. So I'm just throwing away all this bread. Yeah, they're they're tricksters. So I've got like two two more big like if we could call it philosophical thoughts. All right. The the first is where uh, if you could build the hybrid like the Frankenstein fast food meal. That means uh, your your main entree, a side, beverage, and dessert. Like this is like you know like if cookout existed at every every restaurant possibilities. You're building your tray. Uh, we're not doing two sides. We're just doing one. Like one okay. solid side, one entree, beverage, and dessert. What is your Frankenstein meal? Now, caveat: these things have to be on, right? Yeah, like they like have that, to be like it has. Like, to, they have to be on their A game. This is yeah, like at, at their premium. Like okay. I mean, because you can you can go to McDonald's and get McNuggets, and they're like they're subpar, and you get McNuggets that are slapping. Right. So yes, we're talking about like slapping at every restaurant. Okay, I think the easiest thing for me to start with is going to be the drink, and I am going to get a sweet tea from Raising Cane's. I could just we could do a whole podcast about raising canes and why Zaxby's even exists and uh, oh, Bojangle who like all other chicken places just mm-mm. raising canes has four items on their menu and yet they're like the fastest growing chicken restaurant in the world that tells you they do those things very well so their sweet tea is the best sweet tea in the world um, probably followed by a close second it's actually cookout sweet tea cookout sweet tea is really good but Raising Cane's for the sweet tea. For the side, I'm going to go with McDonald's fries. Like a good, hot, salty, large McDonald's fry. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I should probably go with a dessert next. And I think for dessert, I'm kind of a simple man. I'm going to go with a soft serve vanilla cone from Sonic. If you haven't had one in a while... Man, they're just good. Like, they're just... And their machine always works. It's never broken. It's very, very, very good. And I'm just going to go with that because it's, it's easier. Because I think all the other shakes and McFlurries and Blasts and Blizzards, like, uh, I just kind of think they all wind up tasting the same. So I'm going to go with that. And then for the main item, I think the main item... Golly, this one's tough. There's a curveball that I'm throwing in here because I think they do this item so well. 
And this is not negate what I've said about Shake Shack earlier. I'm just going to put this in there because I think I want to keep these things around the same price bracket as well. I don't want to throw in a, you know, $10 hamburger in with all these kind of different things. That wouldn't make sense. I'm going to get the Baconzilla from Checkers. It is a very, very good burger that I think would pair very well with like a McDonald's fry. Like it's kind of, they're very similar. They're like cousins. I think the Baconzilla from uh, Checkers would really round that together well. So you've got Baconzilla from Checkers. Yep. McDonald's fries yep. that are perfect, golden and salted. Yep. The tea from Raisin Cane's. Mm-hmm. Sweetened, obviously. Yep. And a vanilla soft serve cone from Sonic. Yep. That is that's your Frankenstein meal. Yeah, I think there's each thing might have a, they're like, and I want to say like I tried really hard to pair those together with what would taste good together. You know what I mean? There might be a better hamburger, there's for sure a better hamburger out there. But I, when I think about everything else I had assembled, I was like, man, this is the one that feels like it would just hit that spot. And like it's kind of similar thing. Like I would have if I would have chosen a. You know, Shake Shack burger, I probably would have chosen a different fry. You know what I mean? Like, those sort of things. So, I, I think, like you said, going with the the beverage would be the easiest. But for me, it's the hardest. Like, I'll enjoy sweet tea from almost anywhere as long as it's, you know, made right. Right. But if we're, if we're talking about being on premium on their game... There is a chicken restaurant called Chicken Express. If their sweet tea, I know you're giving me this cringe look. Ooh. If their sweet tea is made right, it is perfect. Now, here's the problem. Sometimes... It's the only thing that's good there, though. The only, <laughs> you can get their frozen corn nuggets, and that's about the only other thing that's decent on the menu. Their tea, though, I've had it where it's literally just water. I've had it where they've... It's water with sugar and no tea bags. Yeah. But, like, when they make it right, it is by far the last sweet tea you will ever want to drink because nothing else will compare. So. I had mashed potatoes at Chicken Express, not to interrupt you too much, <laughs> that literally were frozen on the inside. Like, no joke. Chicken Express opened up, like, a quarter mile from Arcane's, and I think it quickly closed. Like, it just couldn't stay open. Yeah, no, they're not, they're in no way, shape, or form the best chicken restaurant, but if they are on their game, that is... That's a very good tea. That is a really good tea. So, I'm going to go with Premium Chicken Express Sweet Tea. The Seasoned Crinkle Cut Fries from Jack's. Now, not only do they put seasoned salt on it, but you know that um, cheddar popcorn seasoning that you can buy mm-hmm. at the store with the... Yep. All right. They actually sprinkled that on the fries as well. So, for my side item... I'll take your word there. for it. A good old Dairy Queen dipped cone. Mm. Like... I think you... But do you... Same way that I yeah, did, exactly. though, like... Like, everything... Like, it's... Those other things all feel the same. Like right. blizzards, all those, like they just feel... I mean, like I love a good Chick-fil-A milkshake, but like cookies and cream milkshakes are cookies and cream milkshake. Right. Like I know that I'm getting on the most consistency on the bed. Like I'm picturing a hot summer afternoon. Mm-hmm. That dip cone is marking every checkbox. Yep. So I've got my dip cone from Dairy Queen, my fries from Jack's, my sweet tea from Chicken Express, 
and I've got to I got to go with the most biblical chicken there is, the the what is the holy grail of chicken sandwiches, the Chick Fil A, original hmm. chicken sandwich. Hmm. With the pickle though, we got it. We got to go all the way through, but just one. I don't want two or three. Just just one little surprise pickle. Slathered. Chick Fil A sauce. Good. I thought you were about to give me this. Add American cheese to my chicken sandwich nonsense. No, I'm not Ben Welchel. No, that is that is <laughs> nonsense. That is the golly. That is the marker of someone who is like internally a 12 year old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, can I get a chicken sandwich? I want cheese on it. Like every sandwich they eat has to have cheese. Like that is that is that marker. I don't understand why. I don't know why Chick Fil A hasn't just taken that option away. But like you people have abused this. We're taking it off the menu. <laughs> So we've got our Frankenstein meals. We've got this. You know what we would, our all-time go-to favorite restaurant would be. You know what we would cancel. We would have. But here's our last thought for all of you Lindale podcast listeners. Um, this is something I pitched to my wife. I, I don't know if I told you about this one yet, Alan. I don't think so. This one's a surprise. This is a, a what I would consider. You know, people might call it a million-dollar idea. Like I'll be generous and call this a thousand-dollar idea. So we're, we're taking investments right now. I would love to open up a restaurant called Fries. Okay. We know that you have shoestring fries and steak fries, waffle fries, tater tots, curly fries. There's so many different types of fries. We're going to make this restaurant all around the hmm. idea of fries. 15, 20 different types of fries. We can make them regular fries. We can make them loaded fries. We can make sweet potato fries. But as sides, we'll do like little corn dog pups, like little mm-hmm. bite-sized ones, or just like two or three chicken nuggets or like a slider. So like what would be equivalent to a fries side, Right. we make it like mini entrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then simple enough, our motto, would you like fries with that? Huh. So hear me out, guys. Just know when you see the restaurant that says fries, you just, it's a, like, it, I'm going to go ahead and say billion dollar restaurant right here. Give me 20 years. Come back. Tell me you heard about it on this podcast. I'll give you a free meal. But you'll have to just make sure that, like, the poutine crazy people don't take it over. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that it's not taking over. Because there's, there's, like, poutine places that are like that, yeah. which are basically just fries. But it's just all these different types of loaded fries. You have to make sure they don't come and take it over. You can stay strong and just do the classic fries. I just want to bring Johnny's Pizza to Georgia and not the one that's in... Hiram or something like that. No, Johnny's Pizza House started in Monroe, Louisiana. It's gonna it's gonna go national in my lifetime. I really believe it. It's already into Texas and other states around us. I would love to be the one who opens one up in Georgia. I think it would be amazing. But if you're one of our our listeners, we'd love for you to either comment, send us uh, an email. You can find us more at fbclindell.org. You can find our contact information there. Tell us what your favorite, least favorite restaurants are uh comment on facebook when we upload this to our uh to facebook you can catch us on apple podcast you can leave us a review on there and tell us how amazing our decisions are if you think our decisions were bad please don't leave that review (laughs) i'll go and delete it that's just as simple as that (laughs) Uh, but we love you guys um you have anything else you want to add that's it all right lindell station out peace